Hello, feelers and thinkers and those in between. Welcome to episode seven of the Let's Get Emotional Intelligent podcast. I am your host, Dr. Vanessa Gray, founder of Emotional Intelligence Doctor, a coaching and personal and professional development training company committed to creating a more emotionally intelligent world, one heart and mind at a time. I bring synergy to your heart and mind by providing bite-sized emotional intelligence inspiration to practice EI in your everyday lives and empower you to feel better, think better, and live better. Today, we're talking about self-defeating behaviors and how to overcome them, empowering you to increase your personal power, a social and emotional intelligence competency. Let me ask you a question. Are you dating defeat? If so, I'll give you practical solutions to rewrite your self-talk script and overcome self-defeating behaviors. I guarantee that by the end of this episode, you'll have the tools to break up with defeat and give it the deuces. Let's get emotionally intelligent, shall we? You deserve to enjoy your life. It's easy to get sidetracked by life's distractions and unexpected curveballs. One day we're on top of the world and the next thing you know, something comes out of nowhere and blindsides you, right? Think about experiences you've had that seem to knock the wind out of you. Like someone you love walks out on you. You didn't get the job or promotion you've been working and hoping for. You get hit with an unexpected expense and your bank account is on empty. Or a loved one dies, unfortunately. You didn't get the child support check or support at all. You didn't get the contract after spending hours upon hours of negotiating. You've sacrificed and invested your life into someone or something and don't get a return on your investment. You go to McDonald's for some fries because it's your cheat day and they're all out. So no hot fries for you. Well, that last one isn't necessarily a blind side, but it will frustrate the hell out of you, especially if you've been thinking about them fries all day and how good they're going to taste. And who runs out of fries anyway? But I digress. The list can go on and on because life just happens. So what do you do when life happens to you? If we're not careful, we'll listen to the sweet nothings that defeat whispers in our ears. We let it whine and dine us into believing the cliches. If it's not one thing, it's another. If we take one step forward, life will cause us to take two steps back. We'll even go to bed with it, tossing and turning, stealing our sleep, our joy, and our peace. Then all of a sudden, we're dating defeat enthralled in a toxic relationship going absolutely nowhere. After all, we become quite comfortable with it taking up space in our heads, and it doesn't even have the decency to put something on the rent. Are the groceries the nerve of it? Yet we allow it. Why? Because there is something we are benefiting from by being in this dysfunctional relationship, whether it be fuel for our excuses, reasons why we're stuck, attention from others by playing the victim, our perceived safety to stay where we are because of fear of the unknown, worst case scenarios or failure. Well, no matter what happens in our lives, we have the power to change it. Personal power is one of the social and emotional intelligence competencies defined as a sense of self-confidence and an inner knowing that you can meet life's challenges and live the life you choose. The ability to have the difficult conversations in life and to speak your truth quietly, loudly, sincerely, assertively, and appropriately. This is comforting me and lets me know that I have the power, and yes, you, you have the power too. It's not what happens to us, it's what happens in us. What's important is how we respond to these situations. Believe it or not, we can change our life by changing our thoughts. I'm not saying it's easy, 
but it's definitely worth it. It's a journey, and we can practice responding to life instead of reacting. How exactly do we accomplish this? I've searched around and found these most common behaviors that hold us back. Number one, negative self-talk. What do you say to yourself when life gets challenging? What are your default emotions? For example, there are eight basic emotions, anger, fear, anticipation, surprise, joy, sadness, trust, and disgust. Which one of these emotions rise up first when something happens to you? Do you automatically get mad? Do you get anxious or panic? Are you sad? What you think about your emotions, also known as feelings, will narrate your core scripts you recite to yourself. So what are those scripts for you? When you begin to recognize them, you're better able to rewrite them. Number two, co-signing what others think or say about you. Everyone has an opinion, but not everyone has the right opinion about you. Only you know, and what anybody else thinks shouldn't matter. Once you allow others' opinions to rule your life, you give your power away. There should only be two opinions that matter in your life, and that's yours and the truth. Number three, saying yes when you really want to say no. How many times have you said yes to someone because you didn't want to hurt their feelings or care what they may think of you? This is operating from a place of dishonesty. Your relationships with others, whether family, friends, or employers, should be based upon absolute truth. One of my favorite quotes by Elizabeth Stanton is, truth is the only safe ground to stand on. Your truth and walking in your truth is important. Let this truth be your guide when making personal and professional decisions. If a relationship cannot survive your truth, it's probably time to reevaluate it. Number four, emotional binging. I couldn't find a definition to fully describe when a person gets overwhelmed with their emotions and behaves in excessive ways. So I coined the phrase emotional binging. To me, emotional binging is when you allow emotions to make you behave in unhealthy ways to comfort the emptiness inside. For example, how do you respond when your feelings are hurt? Do you overeat? Do you go on a shopping spree? Do you over anything? These are unhealthy behaviors that pulls us back instead of moves us forward. We must assess ourselves to find out how do we behave when we feel a certain way and create a plan that helps us when we experience those moments to benefit us, not trip us up. And last but not least, number five, staying in toxic relationships. We are who we associate with. We must be careful in entertaining relationships that aren't safe for us. It's not to say that that individual was a bad person, but they may not be good for us. And we go through seasons, different stages. So what may be good at one stage as you mature and elevate may not be good for your next stage in life. If you find that you're sacrificing your peace of mind and well-being to be with a person or stay in a limiting, unsupportive environment, this isn't healthy. Perhaps a social cleansing is in order so we can make room and space for the right people to come into our lives. Gandhi once said, I will not allow anyone to walk through my mind with their dirty feet. Your tribe and environment should be building you up, not tearing you down. If they can't level up, they need to level out. And as much as possible, invite people, places, and things that feed your soul. The choice is yours. Now that we've gone over the most common self-defeating behaviors, I want to share some practical solutions to overcome them. First things first is how do we talk to ourselves? Negative self-talk will affect every area of your life. This is foundational. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. 
Also a great book to read is As a Man Thinketh by James Allen to delve deeper into the solution. What you think about shapes what you experience in life, but it doesn't stop there. We also want to manage what we feel. Our attitudes about circumstances can change for the better or for the worse. We can see the glass half empty or half full, but we have the power to change our perspectives. I've decided that if my glass is half empty, I can just fill it back up. No doubt, we are going to experience ups and downs in our lives. We have the power to choose our attitudes and behaviors. We allow what goes into us and what comes out of us. Garbage in, garbage out. Positivity in, positivity out. The key to overcoming self-defeating behaviors is taking ownership of our part and grow from there. Here are several strategies that you can apply right away to rewrite your self-talk and overcome any self-defeating behaviors. These strategies are best practices, mind you. Please, please, please give yourself grace and time. Practice makes progress. We're all human and mistakes happen. Give yourself permission to learn and celebrate your wins, whether big or small. Number one, acknowledge and accept it. Acknowledge your script, accept your humanness, and determine what's serving you in the moment and what isn't serving you in the moment. You can change your I can't to I can. If you must say I can't, change it to your benefit. For example, I can't lose. I can't be defeated. I can't fail. See obstacles as opportunities for growth. I saw an Instagram post that used fail as an acronym to mean first attempt at learning and learning excuse me first attempt in learning the most successful people in life use failure as stepping stones to success don't wait for someone to encourage or empower you that's giving your power away claim your personal power encourage and empower yourself number two write down how you want to think and feel journaling is very therapeutic Habakkuk 2 verse 2 says to write the vision make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it use your writing ability to rewrite your script if you need help there are plenty of affirmations on the internet do a google search and look for affirmations that appeal to you or come up with your own have fun with it number three and this is a big one speak out loud our words shape our lives there is power in what we say to ourselves and others if you don't believe me, think about the last time someone's words hurt you. How long did it take you to get over it? Have you gotten over it? Whoever said sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me lied. Okay? They lied. Words can make or break our spirits. We can't control what others say to us. However, we can control what we say to ourselves. I challenge you to write down your I am statements and read them aloud. For example, I am strong. I am capable. I am gorgeous. I am extraordinary. I am significant. And they don't necessarily have to be I am statements as long as they affirm you. Find what works best for you and build emotionally healthy beliefs for yourself. As you begin reevaluating your self-talk, please understand that you have power. You change your world by changing your thoughts and your speech. Whether others have affirmed you or not, it's time to take your power back. You are a superhero. You don't if you don't think you are to someone else, be a superhero to yourself. Be the person you need and use your power for good. It's time to break up with defeat. If you need a little help, let me help you. Dear defeat, it's not you, it's me. I've changed and this relationship no longer works for me. I am better and I deserve better. 
It's time for us to go our separate ways. Trust me, you can do this. The choice is yours. The power is yours. This is the Let's Get Emotionally Intelligent podcast with me, your host, Dr. Vanessa A. Gray. Please connect with me on my website, EmotionalIntelligenceDR.com, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And remember, you already have what it takes and what you need to feel better, think better, and live better. Tune in to the Let's Get Emotionally Intelligent podcast for more inspiration to help bring harmony to our hearts and minds in practicing EI in our everyday lives, creating a more emotionally intelligent world, one heart and mind at a time.